is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! is hanging with the boys presented by Wingstop where flavor gets its wings now your hosts Nate Newton Kurt Daniels Jesse Holly and Shannon Gross Wednesday Wingstop Wednesday hey how about that how about that speaking of Wingstop how you fellas doing by the way oh man I'm doing fabulous man fabulous yeah how you doing Jesse exceptionally well I'm yes. doing well. Okay. I'm doing well. More see, more well than normal? See, this is what I don't understand. <laughs> what? Is, I always try to pronounce words that I know I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. And Jesse comes over here with just a simple, you know, pronunciation. <laughs> How are you doing today, Jesse? I'm doing exceptionally well. See? I'm doing exceptionally well. So that's easy to say. But I say I'm doing fat. What is the word? Fabulous. Thank you. That's not that hard of a word. It is? Fabulous? No. Oh, I know why I didn't say it right. I'm doing ghetto fabulous. Okay, all right. All right. All right. All right. I knew it was something I was missing out of the whole world. Hey, when you when you grew up, you grew up in Orlando or Tampa? Orlando, Florida. Orlando. Yes, sir. Did you grow up in the ghetto? Oh no, man. No, no, sir. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in what we would call the suburbs of really? Orlando. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. a little place called the Heights. The Heights. Richmond Heights, baby. Okay. Where'd you grow up, Jesse? Jersey. I grew, I grew up in Jersey. You grew up in the yeah. in the ghetto. Yeah, I grew up in that. You did. Yeah. What is not a ghetto about Jersey? I'm just asking a question. I'm just asking a question. I don't mean no harm. I got the bar yesterday. I can get naked now. <laughs> hey, hey, you can get me now. Now you're right. But though. I didn't know nothing. Every time I went to Jersey, bro, it was never nothing. Never nothing no. nice happening in Jersey. No. Jersey City's not bad. That's where we stay when we go usually. No, you guys stay in the good part of Jersey City. Oh, yeah. is there a bad part yeah. of Jersey oh, yeah, City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Not st- too far from there either. We stay by the, I guess, the dock or the... The, 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 the pier. Yeah. Yeah, you guys stay literally... Uh, you, you stay a finger snap away from New York City. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you go the other way... It's bad? It's bad. Uh, Let me say something. I'm going to tell you something. This, this place is... You're talking about a neutral place to go where it's not good and it's not bad. Now, it's got some terrible parts, but it's not good and it's not bad. I call it a neutral place. Mm -hmm. Go to Cleveland. You want to see just things that are just sitting there. (laughs) You know what? No meaning. The the (laughs) – The two times I've been to Cleveland, I actually enjoyed Cleveland. That's what I'm saying. Now I went to the downtown part where all the bars and restaurants and stuff were. And that's all that is to Cleveland. Is that it? That's That's it. That's That's it. I liked it, though. All all where the the baseball stadium, all that little downtown area, Uh and you go outside of that, and it's neutral. It's nothing. It's just a factory that's 100 years old sitting there. Uh, (laughs) It's nothing. I'm serious. Nothing. I call them neutral cities where – if you just want to go do nothing, mm-hmm. go to Cleveland. What's your favorite city? What's your favorite city you've ever been to? <sighs> oh, I've been to a lot of them. You go to all kind of. You go to oh, country man. towns. Yeah. You go to big and, cities. And those are the best ones. The, the, the country towns where you know you you go to these little restaurants and you hang out. Man, I can't name it, man. I, I, no? I can't name. What it. about I'm you, serious. Jesse? What's your favorite city? I can't name it. See, they're gonna be. See, they're gonna be uh, San Diego or Louisiana. I love Louisiana. Do you? North Louisiana or South Louisiana? Uh, New Orleans. Okay, I was I like, gonna say like, that's I like a totally New Orleans. Yeah. I should say that New Orleans. Yes, 
North Louisiana. I was like, you know what? New Orleans and San Diego. San Diego, I love. I go out there once Oof. a year, stay with my buddy. He lives in PB. Love it. Yeah, I, I love San Diego. It's got the big city. It's got the beach. It's, it's got everything. Yeah, it's the awesome. weather's great. Oh, super expensive though. Any yeah. city that's on US one in California. When we, when oh, we, is that the coast? That's co- oh, okay. any city that I Mon- can stop. Yeah. Monterey, and yeah, then it goes I, down I mean, to oh, like Malibu. Malibu, coming all the way from up from Santa LA, Barbara, brother. You talking about beauty? If I was, if my money was long, it ain't, I wouldn't That's where even, you go? I would never go nowhere else. Just live out there? Oh, man, come if on. If you ever get a chance to take the train down the coast, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I get on the back of a motorcycle. So get, or drive a motorcycle, be on the back of a motorcycle. Or be in an open-air vehicle, I'll put it like that. Mm-hmm. On the back of a motorcycle? Yeah, you know, you know, that's where my wife would be, on the back of a motorcycle. I was about to say, who, yeah. if you on the back, now who's driving you? Yeah, well, that's a lot of motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> the motorcycle going to do a willie all the way down. All the you way down. Like all the way, all like all the way. <laughs> The motorcycle going to be doing a willie talking about, get off, get off. <laughs> <laughs> the other use that one on me, dog. He don't use that one. Yeah, if you on a motorcycle, it's probably screaming all down the road. Get off, get off. But I, I, I'm gonna tell you, yeah, man. I'm talking about the country in California. When you go to the small rural areas of California, because the wine arches, dog, uh, they have something. Yeah. So, I mean, well, it's a a fabulous uh, sandwich shop. Uh, Man, California you, has it. You really own the word fabulous today, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, ghetto. I mean fabulous, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of fabulous, tomorrow the sponsor of this show will have a food truck out mm. here. You talking about the cornhole guys? No, the wing stop guys. <laughs> They're not giving away free underwear. <laughs> They're giving free wings away to the players and the coaches tomorrow. Right outside that window. Well, what about our listeners who can make it here? They can't get through security. Okay, all right. Eric, by the way, let let me remind me what day you're coming because you're coming on the show, whether Nate wants you to or not. No, you you can't take six three off of the show. He ain't the showed six, up three. yet since we invited him on. That's because we lost the out. last two games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody showed up on a loss. Come on, man. So Wingstop will be here, and we are going to try to pull off doing a live remote about fifty feet from where we do the show in the studio. So we're going to go outside. Yes. In the shade. That's awesome. Hopefully, it won't be that hot. And we're going to eat some wings and hopefully drag some players unwillingly onto this show. Only, if we can only get them 10 seconds. No. If we, a, a minute. Wait, you want to give the people who call in. I said I, 30. I want you, you to do say, all the talking. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all want me. Oh, because so here's the thing. There isn't a guy on that football field that I'm afraid of. Not one. Mm-hmm. Not one. Not one. And I'm never going to say anything on this air or on any airwave or any social media platform that I will not say to a person's face. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. just how I'm built. I'm now, now, hear me and hear me good. I am not the toughest dude in America. <laughs> yeah, Bernard. So if you want to call in and say Jesse said. <laughs> I'm not the strongest dude in America. Right, right. You just say what you see. But I just feel like if, if whatever I say – it's coming from a place of, I would say this if I was sitting in the meeting room with these guys. Mm-hmm. And if it ever came to a point where somebody didn't like what I said, and we could sit down and really say, oh, let's, let's sit down and let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. At the end of the conversation, they would be like, 
yeah, you're right. They have a mutual understanding. They're like, yeah, you're right. I mean, I wish you wouldn't have said it on air. Right. But and like that. Like, yeah. like, for example, if Amari came in here and we sat down and we talked about that catch that he dropped that turned into an interception, now he might like how I said it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he would go, you're right, bro. I'm supposed to make that catch. Nine, ten times out of ten, I'm supposed to make that catch. And that's all, that it, that's all that it really comes down to. Sometimes dudes just – they can get in their feelings because they're like, well, dang, you ain't have to say it like that. Mm-hmm. But if we sat down and had a one-on-one, man-to-man, it would be – I feel you. So tune in tomorrow because Jesse going to piss the whole Cowboys offense and defense off. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to tell you something, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. You know, and that's a lot of time people say, why don't you go over there and talk to the players? Because, you know, I will get emotionally attached. Like Jordan Lewis, you, you that's why I, I see him. Like, hey, Jordan, you know, you know you're my man, yeah. But I stay away from him because if he don't tackle. You got to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he don't get that interception, I, I'm thinking, boy, if they put this man on the field, he going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. What, what's your take on, on I Jordan? I, I unleash him. It's time. Let him play. Like let you've seen what everybody else can do, and you let him let him go, let him go. Yeah. He he can't be no worse at turning his head around than any of the other people out there. We all know he can play, he can cover, he's fast. He's not maybe not your prototypical size that you want, Coach Richard, but he's on his team for a reason. You mm-hmm. ain't cut him for a reason. He's got another year on his contract too, so I mean, play. He's, he's here. You, you know, the, I think the question we have here, fellas, is. Are we a big time team? We know we're a good team. Mm-hmm. We've proven that by beating the tra- by beating lesser teams. Wow. <laughs> by beating lesser teams. <laughs> no, nah, because brother, what, what's trash today can be real special four weeks from now. And it will be. Yeah, that's the, the way NFL Giants, works. The New York Giants, the New York Giants, mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I, I'm waiting to see who they are. The Forty ers Yeah. I'm waiting to see. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm out four weeks from now. I want to see. I want like, man, where we're at because I know we're a good team. We've proven that by the, the, the three and two record. But are we a great team? We have not proven that. Do you, Do you think and y'all probably keep up with the league more than I do? Mm-hmm. I try to keep up with it, but it gets so damn busy during the season. Is are there? I know there's exceptions to the rules. The Patriots, mm-hmm. you know whoever you want to throw out there that are consistently 10, 11, 12, 11, 12, 13-win teams. But it seems like every year what your team starts off as, the storyline changes two, three, four times, and by the end of the season you may start off crappy. Mm -hmm. End of the season you're rolling into the playoffs. Like us and the Colts. The Giants in 2007 when they won six in a row just to get in and then they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And then you have teams that start off great – and then they kind of find their fizzle way out. by the fizzle out at the end. Is that every team pretty much every season, the way you start? I mean, no one goes undefeated. Do you start and the storyline changes and then you try to figure it out and just hope that you hit the peak at the end to roll into the playoffs? Or do we just watch this team? And this team really has never been that consistent except the year we were 13-3 and three a couple of years ago. It's like they never – know who they are, and it changes two or three times during the season. I don't know if I said that the no, right way. No, 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 no. I, I hear what you're saying. I think the biggest thing for us is the good teams, the consistently good teams that you're talking about, 
the season is a winding road, mm-hmm. but how wide is your winding? Are you going to the extreme left and then have to come all the way back to the extreme right? Right? That's what you get wore down at, is when your extremes are so large, when the gap is so large between your, your highs and your lows. This is an up and down. No one goes from start to finish and everything is great. Mm-hmm. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have mishaps. You're going to have things that happen. And for this to be such a visible team, and that's another thing. This is such a visible team. I don't care what network it is, four-legger, three-letter, whatever network it is, whatever dot-com it is. When it comes to this team, the media coverage from this, whether it be local or national, is so polarizing. Everybody's trying to grab and pull a story. So even the smallest things or the minute things that happen amongst the players and the organization, it gets blown up. And then now that also kind of uh, 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 takes the tide one way or another. But as far as football stuff, when it comes down to strictly football, you want to be as consistent as possible. There's going to be little waves in there. You don't want tsunami waves. I, I want little ripples. I'll say, okay, we can get over that. We can, okay, but we, if you're doing this, it takes so much energy and effort and emotions to keep going like this. All It's impossible to stay consistent all the way through the year. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't drop off, and I'm being honest, you shouldn't drop off from 31 points a game down to 10. Yeah. And then rally at the end on one game up to 28. It, it, it got to be some cleanness in it. And I'm agreeing with you, Jess. It got to be some clean. It's got to be, okay, it's third and five. We get the first down, and it ain't no it ain't no holding. It's second and seven. We get a first down, and it ain't no offensive pass interference. You got to be consistent in who you are. And everybody will see it. Refs look at film, too. Mm-hmm. So everybody will see that you're consistent. This is who this guy is. If the if the if, if a wide receiver, if a defensive back. Great points. They Great see point. this, man. If, Great point. They The refs will see, okay, if this if this defensive back touched this dude, we might as well don't call nothing because he don't, he don't mind being physical. That, that, that's his game. Uh, this Ref, guy, refs watch tape. Yeah, yeah. I uh, didn't know that. Uh, they uh, they run. Uh, he run clean routes, you know. So he, you know, they watch that man. They and certain things they will, believe it or not, they'll let you play with. But when you get out of character, for example, we always say this: man, New England gets away with these pick plays all the time. How do they consistently get away with these pick plays all the time? Well, they just keep running them over and over and over and over and over, <laughs> even through the flags. Yeah. So eventually the ref goes. That one is bad as the last one. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we see from them. Yeah, yeah I'm so, serious. So you can't. So it's like, you, you know what I'm saying? Now, if the Cowboys do it, you're like, whoa, that, we ain't never seen that before. That's, yeah. That has to be something. It, yeah. it, it, it sticks out. And they caught it out the corner of their eye. But it sticks out. Yeah. He goes, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. But when you watch the Patriots, they do it so much. You just start seeing it's a part of who they are. It's, it's like anything else. It's, it's you know if you're a physical person, then refs are going to 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 allow to you allow so you much. do so much. so much. Right? It's like Draymond Green. He's allowed to go a little bit extra because the refs know that's Draymond Green. Right. He's going to be extra. He's going to say more. To whereas if another dude, he's like, whoa, hold, hold on, that you cu- you cussing. We know Draymond Green won't do that. So his yeah. refs are already programmed their mind. Hey, listen, a certain we're playing, amount of this going to We're happen. playing Draymond Green tonight. Just know that there's going to be a lot of chattering talking. So don't panic. But another dude, they're like, 
hold, hold on. That's- and, you, and you know what's so funny? Draymond get out of control sometimes, but Draymond is chatting him up good or bad. See, that's what people don't say. Draymond is and, – and, and that's – Michael Irvin used to be a ref. Hey, man, I, physical don't bother me. Mike used to be telling him, hey, physical don't bother me. Oh, you going to let him get away with that? Hey, hey, he started it. I mean, Mike used to be the back. What the heck? I was just setting him up, man, for the head slap this day. <laughs> like, what? No, you – now watch. You going to hear it. Next thing you know, pow! Man, you can't do that, ref. You need to call the flag. Ref be like, hey, man, you started this. <laughs> I'm looking over there like, wow. But as soon as I tug a little bit. Because right. <laughs> exp- I'm telling you, certain amount of stuff refs expect. But when you become out of character, like Jason was out of character. Jason is one of the coolest, calmest dudes on the side. But something started that. And it's probably what you noticed in the game when he walked down. Mm-hmm. And it started right there because Jason, like, I've been doing this. What is the issue? Now, you took away something that he felt was – Good for him. It gave him an advantage. And it just carried on and on to 15 yards. But we supposed to be talking about some offense and defense. Oh, yeah. Let's take a break. <laughs> How great. See, we need to get the show back on track like it used to be. We would come in with a plan, and we would just throw it out the window in the first minute. <laughs> and then we just talk about whatever came up. Maybe we'll do that the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. After we talk about uh, offense and defense. defense. We might not even talk about it. Because I'm short on offense defense today. I'm right. very short. Yeah, Jesse, he going to have this. For real. <laughs> well, at least Kurt's out here to take up all the time today. You know how much he <laughs> likes to monopolize that with his talking. Wow. All right, we'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend. They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at Formation at the Star.com. Back to hanging with the boys. We're back. And a true cowboy loves his freedom. And Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com slash Cowboys for 20% oh, off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Cowboys. For your body size, that's pretty huge. I do. I have big ears and a big head. 
But your body size, dog, I didn't never know you Stop. was called Bunyan like. Stop. <laughs> that camera distorts you. Well, why, my whole body big. Put Nate's face up there. Look how you big my, your mug is. No, nah, but my body that. big. Look oh. at my body. I'm, I got a fat body, but God, God something's wrong with this camera. <laughs> dog, you, you, you are huge, dog. Even Jess is kind of proportioned. Look at Jess. He proportioned, Something's man. wrong with this camera. No, nah, dog. Go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at those wrinkles. Damn, I'm getting old. What's the dude that played on the, the, the movie where they had the great the dead folks walking around that we used to talk about? Walking Dead? Walking Dead. What movie was that? That's the name of the show. No, no. It was, it was the other mo- the show that actually ruined it for everybody. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. White Walkers. You look like, you look like that little midget guy, man. <laughs> Tyrion? <laughs> Show his head again. I think they're called little people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that word is, is politically correct. <laughs> Kyle sure. just put himself up there. Wrong button. Kyle, put him up there again, please. It was the right button. I was, was just showing my Oh, you're pro- yeah. it's a little bit different. I'm <laughs> the Kyle at least. Let's Kyle's see, got Kyle. the right camera. Kyle, let's see. So you want... You want oh! Little fella, what's up? <laughs> I hate you. Little I hate, fella, what's I hate up? both of y'all. I hate both of y'all. Uh, All right. Oh, Chris, by the way, thanks for fixing the mic. Oh, he, he spent like he spent an hour yesterday after you guys left. An hour. Did he really? Chris I mean, he was he was like, I said, Chris, I said, you, you really into this? He said, nah, nah, I'm not. I'm just, nah, I, I don't really care. But I came back an hour later. He was still. <laughs> you know why? Because wow. we let him on the show every once in a while, so he likes oh, yeah. us. He, oh, feel, yeah. he feels like he he's part of the show. Chris Beam, man. Yeah. Fixing stuff. There's an open wow. chair. Why is he not in there with you guys today? He can. He can come in here if he wants to. He please don't. Every day. Please don't, because him and Shannon will be battling for airtime. <laughs> don't do that. All right, speaking of, let's talk Cowboys offense. I'll go first. Jets defense. All right. I'll go you, first. All right, go first. Okay, fellas. The Jets give up on defense they give up 272 or 270 yards passing they run they only give up 85 these dudes ain't no good man you can kill them the Jets? you can do whatever you want man they they don't have a good defense i mean they got names but they don't play well together our offense should crush them we should go through them to the Eagles. We should grow, go right through them. All I'm looking for is a clean, no penalties, no crazy penalties. Uh, score when you're in the red zone. Take advantage of every opportunity and just be clean. I'm through with it because I ain't going through no players because they don't have enough. <laughs> I ain't going through no coaches because they ain't good enough. So Jesse, I'm going to be quiet. It's before, all before you jump in, you said you just want a clean game. Yeah. From a player's perspective, they've had two shaky games or bad games. Mm. Is there such a, a thing as playing a not-so-good team that helps you get better and get you back on track, or is it every week it's just a – No, yeah. When you play teams that you're supposed to beat, you go out and you try to be uh, as good and as clean as you can. Mm. You ain't going to be perfect, you know, but – the 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 face masks, the things that call back big plays. Just every time we got to clean that up. Now, it don't matter whether it's the coaches, the players. You got to clean up the mistakes and get ready to play your best ball. It's best ball time now. We don't had the four or five, and we don't had the ugly losses. We don't had the great win. It's time to clean up 
everything, put it in a package, and start re- uh, duplicating that package every week. And, and I, it's time. It's time. We talked about this before. It's time because nobody had us at three and five. Three and two. Three and two, excuse me. Nobody had us at three and two. Thank you, Jesse. But it's time. The Jets are, can be a remedy of, of cleaning things up and starting you going in the right direction, and you can finish with the Eagles. That's just what I believe. The Jets, it, 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 you either, you're either going to be a third-tier team that beats all the sorry teams and lose to all the great teams, or are you going to start with this game being the talented, well-coached team that we hoped for at the beginning of the year? Nate hit on something, and I don't, I don't want to steal his shine because he was the one that brought it up in, in the commercial break. Um, but it's something that was very important. We're five weeks in to this thing, heading into week six. And the question that Nate said he still had about this team was, what is our identity? Who are we? Are we a run-first team? Are we a pass-first team? Are we a physical team? Are we a finesse team? Are we offensive-led? Are we defensive-led? I think each one of those topics and questions, if if I was to put it if, if I was to put it in a hat, and people could pick out, there would be an argument for each one of them of why we are this and why we mm-hmm. are that. We're six week into we're going into the sixth week of the season. There should be a defined identity of what this team is. There should be something that we can hang our hat on and say, if all else fails, when the ish hit the fan, we gonna rely on this. And I don't think we've had that. I think this right now, Zeke is, you know, we thought it was Zeke, but that was the running game. Well, in his short career, this is the second worst start at the five games that he's had in as far as rushing totals. Nate said nobody thought they would be three and two at this point. I take that back. I did. Yeah. Thought did. they would be you three did. and two at this point. You did. But he's absolutely right when he says, what is this team's identity? Is it Dak's team? Is it Zeke's team? Are we relying on the defense? Like, we don't know which one of the which one, two, or three things this team is. So, when you go out there each and every week, if we're thinking that, what are they thinking? How are they performing? And this is a very, very beatable Jets team. 100%. This is, this Jets team is, uh, is like, if, Remember how confident we were for Miami? Me and Nick came in and I said, listen, don't watch the film. They're terrible. They're bad. Mm-hmm. We're going to spank those jokers. So the, 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 the Dolphins are here. The Jets are hovering right above them. They're that bad? They're that bad. Even with Darnold? Now, with Darnold, it makes them a little bit better because you have a quarterback and he can kind of open some things up. Eventually, they'll get healthy. They get all the guys. They don't have Mosley. They don't have Quinton Williams. Some other guys are hurt. Some key guys on their team is hurt and haven't been there for a couple weeks. Offensively, we're down. We're down. Lyle Collins, he has the sore back and he has the knee issue. We don't know if that's going to be no weeks, two weeks, four weeks. Tyron Smith, he has the ankle issue. He's not practicing the day. You saw the pictures of him. His ankle's wrapped up in all this tape. Again, this is your left tackle. When he comes back, can he, can he set and embrace on that sore ankle for an entire football game? 65 to 70 plays. So now let's just say for all, for all things that you don't have either one of your bookends for a second straight week. Okay. Now what? Now what are you going to do? 
Your, your, your bookings aren't there. Your left guard has been shaky all, all year long. Your center has been – he's been good. He hasn't been what he was. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been great. And then you got your right guard who's been pretty one, good all one, year, one, one of, of the best, best all year, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, Nate, you can speak more into this to me. When it comes to offensive line cohesion – there's something about having five guys and 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 um, what was the left tackle from the Jacksonville Jaguars? His name is uh, uh, old school dude. Oh yeah, we had him here, Jeremy uh, Parnell. Yeah. No, 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 not Jeremy. No, no, I'm talking about this potential Hall of Famer. Um, well, I know Jaguars. you're talking about. Oh man, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow. Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli. Yeah. I, I talked to Tony Baselli one time, and he said offensive line is like a glove. It is, bro. He said when you he said when you put a glove on, all the fingers fit perfectly into the right kind of glove. He said, when you take one of those fingers out, the glove looks funny. Don't fit the same. Now he's talking about taking two fingers out of that glove. And one is a little bit shaky. So you know what that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You so got to splint on half of it. So, so, so now things are looking a little bit iffy for the Cowboys. What are you going to do? Because can you, can you effectively run with the batter and bruise offensive line? Can you effectively pass the ball with very little protection? It goes back to what we talked about before. This is where coaching comes into play. How can I put together an offensive scheme, an offensive game plan that's going to best suit the option that I – you can't do what you did in week one through three. You don't have the same personnel. You don't. Mm-hmm. And if there's any indication of how bad those guys are, watch the tape from last week. You line up, I don't, and the Jets aren't that good. But you line up Cam Fleming and you line up whoever you're gonna put over there, Brandon Knight, all game long in one-on-one matchups. It's gonna come a point in time where they're gonna get beat and get beat bad. The strip sack fumble, hits Dak's arm, throws off, right? And this is how those mistakes happen in football games. So offensively, they have to put together a plan this week that suits best the personnel that they have. This is, this is in-season coaching adjustments. When a guy goes down, when a guy is, you know, a guy is hurt, or this guy, this is where you make your money at. Kellen Moore, John Kitna, Columbo. Jason Garrett, Mark Colombo, Coach Brown. This is where you make your hay at. Can you come together as an offensive staff and put together a game plan that is different, or not even different, that is uh, um, that is audible to what it was early in the year because you're missing some key pieces? And, and, and let me give you a, a, a perfect example. Let me give you a perfect example. The head coach for Green Bay, the offensive coordinator for Green Bay, which is one and the same, and the coat and the, and the, and the uh, quarterback got together on Monday, or Sunday night, or whenever, and said, "You know what? And you brought it up yesterday, man. They bothered me so much. I called a couple of people because I couldn't put it together until this morning. They literally said, we're not going to beat the Cowboys with our receivers. And out of 22 passes, how many went to wide receivers? Four. They said we, but but." But we saw what Alvin Kamara did Sorry, to – Hey, hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. We saw what Alvin Kamara did to 
their linebackers. We think we got a guy that can do the same thing, and they came and did that to us. It's about putting it together, executing it, and got your players believing. That's exactly what he's saying right here. We, You look at, okay, we may not have this guy, and that's how you got to practice. You can't practice like you're going to have that guy. Right. You got to practice like we ain't going to have this guy and this guy. What do we do that gives us the best chance to win? Now we will see against these guys, if these two guys don't play, we will see this. We hope to see this because I'm telling you, you can't tell me that their offensive coordinator and head coach and their quarterback said, look at him, man. We ain't going to beat them with the receivers, but we can beat them with these inside guys. And they did it, man. It was 17-zip at half. They, they did it. And we'll run. The run will be our changeup. But what, what, the, what the cream on the cake was and what the sugar in the, in the cake was was they didn't know that Jones was going to act up like that. They didn't know that Jones was going to act up like that. I'm talking about the running running back, that that Rod. What mm-hmm. is his name? He's Roger Stewart. What is his name? Aaron Jones. A- Aaron Jones. They didn't know that he was going to act up like that, bro. Yeah, but my, my thing is, 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 again, you can't come into this game hoping Camp Fleming is going to hold up. <laughs> He's a backup for a reason. Mm-hmm. You would like him to, but they have to stop coming into these games and say, well, let's just see. Now, go ahead and, go ahead and block this thing up. If, if I'm going to get Amari Cooper one-on-one, what I don't need is let me eliminate let me eliminate any 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 any, any opportunity for for catastrophic things to happen. Let me block this thing up, max protected. If I'm gonna get one-on-one with Amari Cooper, let me make sure that I complete this pass. Let me not go empty, seven-step drop, and leave Cam Fleming. And then on the flip side of the, and here's why this is so important. Because I know the Jets' defense is not a good defense. They aren't. Quinn is not they playing. They ranked 12, but the, come on, man. They got some players. Like, you got you got, uh, uh, you got got the, the president that they have in Jamal Adams. You think Jamal Adams will have a good game against the Cowboys? Is it, go Google Jamal Adams' thigh tattoo. Know what his thigh tattoo is? What? He's from Dallas. He's from here. He's from here. He got a, he got a triple D thigh star Dallas tattoo on his leg. <laughs> He's from here. He trains here. He's from here. He loves him from Dallas. So you, he's, he's a Cowboys fan. You think he ain't got this game circled on the map? Mm-hmm. You think his people ain't like, man, you You think his people ain't calling him to him? man, you about to play them Cowboys. In his heart of hearts, he's a Cowboys fan. He's a Jet, but he's a Cowboys fan. And he's a damn good player. Think he ain't psyched for this game? Think right. he want to make some plays? And, 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 and look at guys like Tremaine Johnson. He's a good cornerback. Mm-hmm. I mean, he ain't, he ain't a world beater. You give him a chance to make a play, he's going to make a play. The one thing that people aren't talking about, and I, I don't expect them to, right? People don't really get into the game like this. The D coordinator for the Jets, Greg Williams. If you know anything about Greg Williams, he's going to blitz your mother. He's going to blitz your father. He's going to blitz your grandmother in a wheelchair. Yes, he is. He's going to blitz you, and he's going to play just past the whistle. That's what he teaches his players. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to the whistle. We're going a little bit past it. Now, I ain't calling him a dirty coach. I'm just saying he coaches his players to go through the whistle and even, even a little bit after it. So you're talking about exotic. And this is what I'm saying. When you got two guys who don't have much experience playing your right tackle and potentially your left tackle, 
when you start running games and disguising blitzes and getting guys home because they're just not comfortable enough with one another, communication is not there. You think like Tyron having Tyron next to uh, Connor Williams is a plus. Hey, young fella, nah, 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 come this way. We slide left. I got out. I got out. You got in. That little communication there, it, they ain't gonna have that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be, hey, you got out or you got in? Question mark. Instead of it being, you got out, young fella. I got in. Hey, watch the TE. That's what you get when you got Tyrant out there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? When you got when you got Cam Fleming, it's more so, hey, what you got? And it's a question mark. When you're playing with the question mark, you can't play fast. So now when these butchers and the, all these different disguises are coming at you, now you're like, oh, snap. I get a little rattled. And in the back of Cam Fleming's mind, in the back of Brandon Knight's mind, they listen to, our, to these shows. They hear people saying about them. So when one thing goes bad for them, it's, damn, they were right. <sighs> now you're down on yourself. And that compiles and that goes on and on and on. And now this is where it can be catastrophic. You got to come out and you got to strike fast against this team and put them away. That's one of the biggest things we have done, even through the winning. We haven't just started fast, man. We haven't started fast yet at all. You notice that? But but people – I'll say, I know we got to go to a break. But people mm-hmm. even said this about the, the, the Packers game. Oh, man, the interception happened and we got down 7 nothing. So? Like, you're supposed to be able to overcome a 7 nothing deficit. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not – even a 14 nothing deficit. Yeah, but what you can do is get down 14 nothing, and now all of a sudden keep having the penalties, the mistakes – over and over and over again. There's still a National Football League. If you give these athletes an opportunity to, 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 to go up on you, most of the good ones will take advantage of that. But if you get down 7 nothing, that's a, that's an – this team has been down plenty of times 7 nothing, 14 nothing, 17, 17 points. You can't use that as an excuse why you couldn't come back and win a football game. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Cowboys defense, and do the Jets have anything to worry about on the offense? Don't hang it with the boys. Before your next AT&T Stadium barbecue, gear up with OtterBox, the official outfitter of tailgating. It starts with the Venture Cooler. Built tough in America, Venture keeps ice for days and days. Or stay light on your feet with Trooper Soft Coolers, perfect for packing in your signature side dishes. Tailgating wouldn't be complete without a beverage, so pour one into the OtterBox Elevation Tumbler. It keeps your drinks frosty and toasty. Discover more about OtterBox line of tailgate essentials at OtterBox.com. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend. They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The excitement of Dallas Cowboys football is back at AT&T Stadium. The place is going crazy in 
Arlington, Texas. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live when they host their NFC East rivals, the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins, plus the Green Bay Packers and more. Elliott works his way through and walks the dog. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get them before they're gone. First and goal, quarterback sneak. Prescott pushes up the middle. Touchdown. Visit DallasCowboys.com to get your tickets today. Back to hanging with the boys. Setting up Check out free-to-play predictive games in the Dallas Cowboys app to win cash prizes up to a $10,000 grand prize. You must be 21 or older and logged into play. Download the Cowboys app for access on game days at dallascowboys.com slash app or just go to the app store and download. Easiest way to listen to this podcast is through the app. And I lied last segment. We're doing... Cowboys defense yeah, tomorrow. I'm just yeah, trying to get yeah. through this week, man. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Why are you just trying to get through the week? I'm trying man. to get to tomorrow so I can have so I can overeat oh, okay. boneless wings, and I want to see uh, how long Jesse will finally be quiet. We know for about ten minutes tomorrow because he eats about how many wings do you think he yeah, eat about that nights? day? Oh, in ten minutes? Yeah, probably about seventeen. Seventeen. I counted seventeen <laughs> bones, and he was continuing <laughs> to eat. I lost count at seventeen. In 10 minutes, I can probably get about 20 to 25 You think in. you could do that? Yeah. You know what? Let's see tomorrow. So next – no, let's not do that tomorrow because we need him a little bit for the show tomorrow. Right. But one day in the next few weeks, we'll have Wingstop come back in. Okay. And we'll see how many wings – I'm going to make a fool of myself on. You know what? We'll, let's give some stuff away. Let's, let's get people to tweet into the show how many wings Jesse can eat and whoever hits it on the nose – We'll give you a time limit. Okay. And we'll we'll see. Okay. What flavor are you going with? Um, Not no hot hot. Should we make him hot hot? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That'll take away the fun because yeah. he'll, he'll be sitting there like, oh. oh. It'll be funny, but. Louisiana rope. Okay. You like dry wings? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do that. We'll set that we'll up. We'll go Louisiana That'll rope. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. You want in on it, Nate? No? You're not a speed I, eater? I'm not a speed I like to just take my time like fat men do it. Just go to the bone, crack the marrow, suck the juice. You used, oh. to, have a, you used to have a wing spot back in the day. No, no. I never had a wing. They thought it was mine, but uh, I'd take advantage of it and get some free food. But, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what, was your, what was your go-to spot when you played? Capel Deli? Any place that had a, a beer joint. Anybody, anybody <laughs> serve beer? You would eat there? Hey, man. Hey. Hey, hey, let's try this place. <laughs> See if it's in Coors Light, because I went to Miller Light, man. Uh-huh. So I like, oh, cool. oh, let's go right there. Coors, it's Miller Coors now. So, I know, I know. So we're but, good. But we're still, good now. When I get appearances from Miller, so I still like to say no. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? But, Nate, back in your heyday, you could, you could put down. Oh, man, back in the heyday, bro. You could put down 60, How many, 70 wins. Yeah, I used to go to this winning's place. Hey, man, give me a home run. They're like, what's that? I said, Come on, dog. Tell him. The dude being with like, hey, man, that's a single, double, and a triple. <laughs> <laughs> How many wings do you think you could eat in one sitting? Back, uh, back in the day? Back in the day. Oh, man, probably about 30, 35, no. 40. No. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, because. In your prime? In my prime, yeah. Your 330 days? Your bro, 320 days? you got to now, I've been a drunk, a six-pack of beer by the time I get to the wings. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I had a whole lot of space for no food. Uh all right, let's go back to you both have brought this up. What the identity of this team is, right? This used to be Zeke's team. You knew Zeke. If Zeke didn't get a hundred yards on the ground, you were probably in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. At different points in different games, everyone has showed flashes of 
this could be their identity. You had the game with Zeke and Tony Pollard both over 100 right. yards. You had, you know, Zeke kind of grind the clock and take over a game. You've seen Dak come out and throw the ball right. and, and get yards, but when it's come down to him winning a game, he hasn't quite put the team on his back and gone. Not enough. He's right. done it a couple of times. He tried to yeah. do it against Green Bay. He just had some mistakes right. that kept you from doing it. I saw him it. do it against Philadelphia with a nice pass to end the game, and I think he did against the Giants one time. Yeah, previously. I'm talking about yeah. this year, though. Okay. You've seen Amari has the capability of taking over a game. You can see where Gallup potentially has that, you know, big play ability. On defense, it used to be your linebackers. That was your identity, your your quick side-to-side movement. We haven't seen that this year. Tank Lawrence. And I'll tell you, tomorrow over. we'll get into that. We'll get we'll get into that. You said it, you hit it on the head. When our linebackers and their side-to-side movement, mm-hmm. teams are using that to our to their advantage, our disadvantage. Yes, gonna, they are. And I'll we'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay. But that that, that very line you just said mm-hmm. is what teams are starting to do to us now, using that lateral quickness. Overextending them and then cutting it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. Okay. So can you figure out during a season, or do you need an identity? Do yes. You, do you need? Why do you need an identity? First off, it, as a player, mm-hmm. it, it sets a tone. Your mindset is there. You know exactly what we're coming in here to do. So, so your identity is our game plan is based around this every week. Correct. It's consistent, let me, let, me, let right? me say this, Jesse, and you can correct me if you feel different. The greater your quarterback, he will. He will. The, you don't the, have to tell him that. The greater your quarterback, the less your identity. Okay, I just believe that. Now, I need you to elaborate a little bit on that. The greater your quarterback, and I mean IQ-wise, connected to his arm, when you're that guy, you can dictate our identity. Okay. That's a, and that's okay. what I mean by that. No, I agree. Yeah. Because you can come in with – and I think he, to, to be more clear, you can come in with the plan. Mm-hmm. And then, again, it, depending on how smart your quarterback is, he can say, <clears throat> nah, we're going here. Because this is the best situation for us right now. And I don't know if I, – I, has Dak reached that point yet? I know I saw significant significant strides in who he was as a attacking quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I'll also tell fans this. You guys begged and pleaded and griped and moaned about Dak being an aggressive down-the-field quarterback. You got it now. You got it. Mm-hmm. But also understand when you take shots plus 15, 20 yards down the field, the percentage of interceptions goes up. Yeah, tremendously. Tony Romo. Romo. So understand mm-hmm. that you, you you can't say, well, I want to I want an aggressive passing game and I want a down the field passing game, but say, don't throw the ball into into into, into to double coverage or don't throw the ball away. As you begin <coughs> to matriculate the ball down the field plus twenty yards. The likelihood of inter- interceptions rise. That's just the nature of the business, mm-hmm. and you you hope that you get more TDs than INTs at the end of the year. But if he ain't checking it down, taking a dunk, and keeping things you know in the safe zone, when you start opening that thing up, so be careful what you wish for. You've asked for this. He's, and he's, a fa- he's finally you. a fantasy league quarterback. That's what everybody been wanting. Is that fantasy league? He getting fantasy league numbers, but it ain't. It, in big games, it is not translating well. It's not. Yeah. Can you – Can is he still trying to figure – No. He's changed his game. Is he trying to figure out, okay, or is he there and it's just 
And that's that's why I'm relying on Jessica. One day he's gonna walk in and saying, Okay, Dak has got it. I, I think he has it. I think I think for some reason, and I and I'm not gonna blame it on no coaches because I do that his, his first three years. Oh man, it, no. This is on Dak. Don't have a bad play. Now I saw in the game when on that on that uh second time they drove into Green Bay uh, to Green past the fifty on Green Bay, uh, the defense just won. Everybody was covered. They, the rush he had enough time to maybe throw the ball away, but everybody was covered. And he he sent him stepping up into the pocket. He came back into his left and kind of ran into a sack. Defense went some. I, I'm gonna give you some, but I can't give you all. So. All I'm asking is, and I'm still asking this question to Jesse here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but you, but on but, that particular play that you're talking about, yeah. I don't know the exact one you're talking about. Yeah. It was third down. Right. Take him out of field goal range. Yeah. So it's, don't make the bad, bad play. play. Yeah. Throw the ball Throw away. Throw the ball away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, everyone's covered. Cool. Defense won. Don't, don't compound <laughs> the, problem. the problem. It's third down. You're in field goal range. You take a 10-yard sack. Now you're not in field goal range. So I, I, I tell people – Aaron Rodgers took a sack at the end of the game. We jumping up and down that we sacked him, but he kept the clock running and they had to call a timeout. Who won? Oh, he did again. He needed to take the sack so you can get the, so you have to call the timeout. Because incomplete pass means what? Clock stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so see that's the chess match that you got. I'm that, telling you, dog. That is the constant chess match going on within the game. That's the game within the game. So it's like, okay, defense won. Everyone's covered. Guess what? They pay those guys big money too. But you have to know we're in field goal range. We, we are in with my heart, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But technically we're in points range. Mm-hmm. What's the last thing you I can't right. do? And that's situational sports. That's like in baseball, you know, here's the pitch count. Here, where's everybody at on the bases? The ball comes to me. This is where I go. Football should, should be the same way, right? Third down within field goal range. The last thing I can do. Penalty or a sack, or a sack. Right? And that's why I said, depending on who your quarterback is, how smart he is, you and how, how good he is, he can always dictate a part of what's happened to the defense too. And so when I look at Aaron Rodgers, that's why last week I just kept laughing. I just kept laughing because for us as fans and as players or ex-players to say, they have no weapons. You need no weapons. And I, and I, I believe in Aaron Rodgers to that point. Okay, when, do, when has he ever had more than one wide receiver? Right. And then when he didn't have a wide receiver, he always had a serviceable tight end. So when he's ever had a – is this the first time he had a running back in three years? So yeah, when I, With when the I, running back number anyway, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> when, when, No, I'm being honest. When you look at this guy, I remember one year, man, about four years ago – they were saying Tom Brady off his line was garbage. Tom Brady told the public, I, I ain't taking no sack. Now, his percentages uh, completion dropped a little bit. But, man, he had the lowest, one of the lowest things in the, in the league because he drilled his receivers, man. Remember that year he was just going to the sideline, everybody like, why is he cussing? He got kids. Watch. Yeah. He was cussing his offensive line out. Excuse me, he was cussing his wide receivers. Like, man, we, y'all know the situation. Right. Man, you got to get open. So, I'm – that's why I keep saying, is it is the coaches in Dak era? But I'm, I'm through with saying it. it. It comes a point where 
Dak got to say, and I know Kellum saying, and I know Kitten saying, hey, man, we can't take a coach. Hey, when you hollering at him, we can't take a sack here. So it's on Dak, man. Any departing words before we get out of here? I love all y'all, man. And tomorrow we do the wing stop, man. We're going to have to put the clock on Jess. I hope he don't throw up after it's all over. No, we're not going to make him eat, eat tomorrow. We're going to do that at a different time. Tomorrow oh, we're going okay. to try to piss players off tomorrow. No, no, we ain't going to do that. Just no. get, we'll call Bernard and let him do that. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I want to hear about I, – I, we all know what Jesse's going to talk about, and I know what you're going to say about the linebackers, but I, I want to hear it come from you tomorrow. That's that's something good yeah. to look forward to. And if we get into some good stuff tomorrow and we get a bunch of players on, then we may delay that till Friday, take a few calls, talk defense, offense. Tomorrow's going to be fun, though. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, let's have fun tomorrow. Tune in Two tomorrow. O'clock. We might not even ask football questions. We may just be like, what's your favorite color? What's your ask, favorite movie? He's going to ask that. football questions. No, I'm not. Because I understand football players hear football questions and football interviews all the right. time. And so do fans. They hear, and you know what happens when you ask a football question? You get the same canned football answer that well, we've you seen that. Get. We've saw that, and we're, we're going to yeah. take it well, and we're going to learn from it. And uh, next week, we're gonna, we saw something new that we saw. He's last a good football week, player. He's been a really good football player for, for a really long, long time in this league. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to know what some of our players' favorite wing flavors are. Oh, we'll find that out tomorrow I think, for I sure. Think that's a, I think that's a crucial Get question. Get you know, You know what a standard question ought to be on every sports radio show? What's the story behind your number? Mm. You don't hear that enough. And usually there's some kind of yeah. really interesting. What's the story behind your number? We did this already. Yeah. Oh, what's the story? Oh. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> Stop. 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 So why uh. do you tell me you, your Game of Thrones look was the little, the little guy? Stop. I'm just saying, is my head really that disproportionate? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> is it that bad? Okay. I think the beard kind of long. The beard kind of, yeah. The the beard yeah, kind of, that's yeah. the only thing that makes it yeah. look that way. No, it's been You're big. You're a sharp dresser. People have told me my head's really big compared to my, my body. How are you and your girlfriend doing? Let's get into We're doing that. good. Okay. We're doing good. Normally, he wouldn't have a girlfriend. He said he liked to freelance when he go to uh, mm-hmm. Mexico. I got tricked. He found this young lady he liked. I got tricked. She's going to Mexico. Your mom like her too, right? Mm-hmm. She yeah. been to the crib, right, to see your mom? Yeah, yeah. She yeah. went back home for Mardi Gras. Yeah, after the one before this one, I promised myself if my mom and my best girlfriends didn't like a woman that she was gone. So I always get that out of the way so she fairly put up a hell of a front. So she wouldn't right. be gone. She tricked them. <laughs> tricked me too. Got nah, me. she ain't tricked them. <laughs> 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 the power is still in that. Yeah. <laughs> True. I know what you're saying. Okay. Just just like the linebackers. We don't have to talk about it. I know what yeah. you're saying. The power is real in uh, that. What direction they go up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I ain't never hey. do that again. Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay, one more time. <laughs> one more time. I'm done with her. After tonight. One more time. Yeah. All right, Jesse. Thanks for Thank coming, you, man. Brother. Thanks for making Thank the drive. You. Nate, thanks for bringing it. Kurt. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, sir. Kyle, thanks for uh, making my head look Kurt extremely Wilson large. Kurt wings tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Free William, love. thanks for uh, helping Bro, out, getting us on the streams. Caden. What's up, Caden? Bye. We'll see you all tomorrow. Hanging with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?